0: The accent mm-hmm. or the, like, affect or the word choice?
1: Mm, I guess it's more the affect, right? Yeah. Like, I'll... It's just real... Oh. I can totally hear. Yep. Okay.
0: Wait, okay, which side goes where?
1: It it's, doesn't have a lot of I don't think it matters. <sighs> Whoa. Yes. <laughs> yes! Yes! I know! Yes. First guess, first guess, first it's guess. It's like we're all
0: in another world together. We're in a
1: bubble together.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Welcome to another episode of As Woo. Woo. As, as you want. What? Yeah! <laughs> first guest with Celine,
2: Jeremiah,
1: and Kyle. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I didn't first get,
2: guest. First I guest. To be
1: a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're like That's part cool. of the team. <laughs> We're in this.
2: We're in this together.
1: So. So.
2: Welcome back. This is episode Dose twelve. Twelve. Um, of as woo -woo as you want, and we're super excited because we have our first guest
1: here! Yes, it's been a journey, we're so psyched you're here, and to talk about all the things. I'm very honored to be the first. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well. It's pretty exciting. We're psyched. So, our first guest, Kyle. Yeah. Is a feng shui. Intuitive. architect architect, too, right? I'm not technically an architect. I worked in
0: architecture for a
1: while. Okay, okay. But you have that background.
0: But I never took the exams. Mm-hmm. Went through the formal process. Okay. Cool. I'm a dropout.
2: An architecture dropout. <laughs> an
0: architecture dropout. Architecture <laughs> school's hard. Well, I did the school. Oh. hmm You just didn't
1: take the test.
0: R- well, you take the test years after. hmm you graduate, you work for a while, and then there's, like, nine tests that you take wow. over the course of a few years. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's crazy.
1: Parf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: want to take that. I feel
0: like I'm less of a dropout and more of, like, I transitioned, transformed into
1: something else. Sure.
0: Yeah. So I definitely took it with me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been practicing? Feng shui. Yeah, what you do now. Uh,
0: different iterations for probably like seven years.
2: Mm. Okay, cool. So I'll just give some background. So I met Kyle at our friend Dylan's moon celebration. I don't know if you have a better name for that, but basically, our friend Dylan. It was
0: um, definitely a celebration of the moon.
2: Yeah. Our friend Dylan, um, every year, reads this short story about the moon, and he knows it by heart. What? And he invited... he
0: does that every year?
2: I think he does it every year. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's Um, why he was so good at it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Lots of practice.
2: And uh, uh, it was uh, in Long Island at the North Fork.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And uh, never met Kyle before, but uh, we got into a conversation... And just talking about things. And you were saying how you were into feng shui, and, or you do feng shui. And I'm
1: into it, too.
2: You're into it, too. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: hopefully.
0: I'm
1: into it, I'm and
2: into I do it. And uh, you do it. Um, and I just, I don't know, I just love the story about, well, maybe even before that, if people don't know, because I don't know much about feng shui, so this episode is about Feng Shui.
1: Newsflash.
2: Kyle is an expert in Feng Shui.
1: Yeah.
2: and we're going to talk about Feng Shui.
1: Yeah So. What we're
2: do. So for people who don't know, like I really don't know much about Feng Shui. Is there like a nice kind of like
0: snippet for you?: Yeah, yeah I really yeah. feel like it comes down to how do you relate to your environment? Like, how do you cre- create this relationship with your environment? Hmm. And... I mean, there's... That that would be, like, my shortest snippet. And then to veer off of that, it's this understanding that your home... It's like your second skin. So, in, in a sense, some sometimes I really Aww. describe it as... It's similar to acupuncture. Okay. In that you know you're needling your body and you're moving energy around well your home is your second skin so when you move stuff around in your home it starts to change the energy
1: yeah that makes sense or
0: shift things Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. and
0: then because your external space mirrors your internal space when you change things outside of you you start to change your inner world just like when you needle different points
1: like that definitely changes your Mm
0: -hmm. psychology
1: psycho spiritual sure yeah Right, so it's like opposite but the same. It's changing your <laughs>
0: <laughs> outer world
1: that? to do your inner world, and then I do your inner world to change your outer world.
0: I'd say you still do outer world too. I'd say skin oh, okay. is external. The physic- yeah. Has,
1: okay, yeah. Never thought of it like that. That's a cool metaphor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and also you can
0: you can do it in the inverse. Like you can you can. Start to work with feng shui by dropping into what's going on in your life, Mm -hmm. understanding what you want to change, and then looking at your home and seeing how you can support that change.
1: Right, like being like, this is so cluttered, this area, or there's not enough light here, and kind of working.
0: Yeah, or, well, the reverse would be, like, I want to... This is a very simple one. Like, I want to bring in new clients. Perfect. That sounds good. Always. Yeah, we're (laughs) like, go on. We're listening. Um, (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) Please. Yeah, so then you can use different, like, feng shui systems of analysis, different maps to work with how you would, how that would um, manifest in your home. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, for the Bagua, you would go to the helpful people area of your home. I know you're a little bit familiar with the Bagua.
1: Explain that a bit just to everybody who doesn't Mm -hmm. know. Okay.
0: So, a little bit on the history of the Bagua, because I feel like that's what everybody knows as feng shui here in America. Yep. Is that this guy named Lin Yun came to America, and he brought his, like, iteration of feng shui for americans because we're very psychological so he interpret a lot of a lot of like old feng shui systems to match more western psychology and to make it more like diy Mm. Mm -hmm. to make it something that sort of everyone could do on their own and like Copy the bagua, place it over their floor plan. It was just did like an that, easy did interpretation. That. Yeah.
1: <laughs> did it work out? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I literally did that.
0: Well, so I like it in that it allows everyone to kind of easily jump in a little bit to feng shui, but then the problem is that people think that that's the entire landscape of feng shui.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, what I did was like I found something on the internet and then... You basically divide... It's, like, a giant wheel, and then you divide it into, like, sections. And then each section is, like, wealth, happiness, health, etc. And then you do that with, like, the directions. I don't know. It was, like, this long thing I did. I was super psyched about it. I, like, made, like... <laughs> I colored everything red, and yellow, and da-da-da. And then I would move stuff around. And, I mean, I did... It did help in one section... Because interestingly enough, in my apartment where I practice acupuncture Mm -hmm. from this Bagua chart is actually my financial sector. And so I put like a financial abundance altar in there and it kind of worked. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing.
0: Okay. So the the Bagua is it can be interpreted as a wheel, but a lot of times it's interpreted as a nine square grid. Already knowing more. Each section of the grid is like a different part of your inner world, mm-hmm. and the idea is that the whole grid makes up your entire, like inner psychology. Yeah. So there's like an area for family. Well, I could go through them all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't like to go too much into the bag wall because I don't
1: always use that. Oh right. So tell us. How do you use, what do you use to do it? A bunch of different stuff?
0: Different stuff depending on, I mean, my first question is always with the client, what's going on? Like, why have you contacted me for this consultation? Because, what's the thing? Don't fix what ain't broke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's real. <laughs> so you don't want to go meddling with people's shit if they're like, no, I'm good oh, right now. Oh, interesting. Because everyone goes through, even though you might see something that you're like, "Oh, this is a bit off." That person might not be working on that at that point in their life. Like they may na- they may start working on that 6 months down the road. I love that. And I'm actually really curious how you deal with that with acupuncture because
1: if they're not willing, if they're not if they're not knowing something needs to change or like address it, you mean?
0: Yeah, like would you even
1: I don't I don't do anything. Right. Because it's <laughs> not my place. It's not your place in, in, yeah. in a very um, huh. real way. It's just not helpful. Well, yeah, you're mm-hmm. not going to... It's like anything. If you're going to tell someone an advice that they're not willing to hear, it's just going to go... What is it? In, in
2: one ear and out the other.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or just like
0: not ready to... I don't even know. Not ready to work on it makes kind of makes it sound like the clients are like kindergartners or something you yeah. <laughs> know. and i don't like to talk about it like that i'm more like to talk about it of like we can't do all of our self-work all at one time it's a like, it's a process mm-hmm. a lifetime of work so yeah. it's always really exciting i mean it's hard when a client comes in they're like i don't know i just heard about feng shui and i just want a f- consultation and you're like oh okay but what's going on in your life yeah like well I, I don't know i just wanted to try it
1: can you <laughs> that's really tough wow. can, does it ever happen when you walk into a space that you can kind of sense what's going on through like where everything is oh, yeah, definitely. her face was
2: amazing
1: <laughs> 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 i'm like sensory overload every time <laughs> Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: Interesting. Yeah, do, that's do, my do, gift and my curse. Does
2: the hoarder show? Those hoarder shows like make you go insane? Oh, I can't watch those shows. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> wait,
2: what about Marie Kondo?
0: You can't yeah. watch that show. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I have a weird thing with Marie Kondo. I think she's a sweet lady, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. And I gen, and g- <laughs>
1: just like how you were like, she's a sweet lady. <laughs> she is a sweet
0: lady, and I, I think she brings a lot. But I think that the way that we've interpreted that in America as this, like, OCD decluttering, this obsession with... It's like the cleansing. Remember all the juice cleansing, which I think is still a thing? Yeah. It's like, we have to get clean. Yeah.
1: and I love it. That feels really aggressive to me. I mean, you can't have more than, like, seven books according (laughs) to that. And I was like, well, it's not going to work for me.
2: Yeah. A little too rule-centric...
1: Yeah. For I sure.
2: I mean, but the thing that, like, really fascinates me, and I, this ties into a lot of stuff we've been talking about in er, some of the earlier podcasts, but, like, this idea of, like, as above, so below. And I really loved that metaphor of, like, your space being your, your second skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If, is there anything in Feng Shui about this is, like, trying to see if, like, Seth ties in in some way? Okay, yeah. But do you know Seth... Have you heard of Seth? Okay, no. so you don't know. Because he's, he's like a one-word thing. A but no, no, no. Was he
0: at the moon party?
1: No. <laughs> no. He's
2: not, he's, <laughs> he wasn't at the moon party. No, Maybe he really, was.
1: He could have been, actually. <laughs> he could he, he might be with us here. No. <laughs> Seth is a entity that was channeled by Jane Roberts in the 70s. Okay. And he, he, I don't even, I don't even, whatever. He's fine. He's fine. Right. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He won't be mad, but um, we talk a lot about the Seth material. There's like 12 books, all based on different stuff, like the nature of reality, um, dreams, health, and so you were gonna. Bring yeah, it up, so okay. so
2: he he makes a this really interesting kind of parallel between the waking life and the dream life, and so how the dream life. As symbolic as the dream life is, your waking life is. So, like, literally the surroundings that you have around yourself reflect what's going on on the inside. The
0: exact same principle of feng shui.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is, you know, that that's like the whole concept of, um, I love Michael Talbot's book, The Holographic Universe. Oh, you guys were talking about it recently, right?
2: Did we talk
0: about it? Maybe did you- not. I might have. Oh, I think oh, you no, did... You- you did Destiny of Souls. That's the yeah, one The Journey I was of liked. Souls. Oh, and he did Destiny of Souls as well. There's a, there's a second
2: one. Right. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're both really good. Michael <laughs> Newton, right? Isn't that his Talbot.
0: name? Talbot. No, Michael Talbot is Holographic Universe. But what yeah. I was saying is, what what you're saying is this concept of that like our reality is a hologram.
2: Got you. Uh, I see. Right. Right.
0: And so I feel like That's reflected in a lot of different cultures and a lot of different um, philosophies.
2: Yeah. So it's funny, too, because, like, you know how everyone now is talking about holograms or simulations, and they're using, like, computer terminology? Mm -hmm. It's, like, it's all the same thing, but now, like, in order for our culture to understand it, it's, like, we got to talk about, like, processors and, like, you know. (laughs) The
1: internet. Right, Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: It's so interesting. Hmm. So, can you, do you mind telling a little bit of your story about, like, how you got to Feng Shui? Just because it's just so great. Yeah. that's so good. Yeah, I don't even know
0: it. So, where do I begin? So, I started off in high, uh, I'm going to go back to high school. Yeah, please. Go We we go there. In high school, they make you decide, if you want to go into architecture, they make you decide before you apply to college. Like, you have to apply to the school of architecture at wherever you go. So in high school, I was like, I like um, art. I like math. Like, why not just, like, combine them, like, geometry? Why not just combine them? And that would be architecture, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the reason why I chose architecture, like, originally. And now looking back, it was, like, very intuitively where I was supposed to go. But that's kind of a crazy, that was the closest I could get. To what I would become, like from um, from Alabama, so I'd never heard of feng shui, mm-hmm. um, and so architecture felt like the right move at that time.
2: Yeah,
0: went to architecture school. Went to many architecture schools, actually. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. <laughs> and then ended up working in architecture for a little while. And
2: Oh, so you finished school? I did. Oh, okay. But you yeah. just didn't take all nine tests.
0: Right. The, so so tests the tests are not college tests. They're like to be a certified architect where you can sign off on drawings. I see. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, so I did the school. I worked in firms like as a I think my title was junior architect or something. And sitting in a computer Like, drafting, designing, creating 3D whatevers, and not, like, getting migraines all the time, and understanding, or starting to realize that, like, we're designing for humans while we're, like, miserably sitting at a desk. Like, that was confusing Mm. to me. Oh,
2: whoa, yeah. And I
0: was like, no one in this firm has any understanding of, like, how a body moves through space, was my sentiment or what I kind of gathered through this experience of, I worked at two different architecture firms and what I gathered from that experience. And I was like, huh, this doesn't feel right (laughs) to me. Like, (laughs) and I was very passionate about creating spaces for people. Like that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I was like committed to that, but it's pretty quickly revealed itself to like not be the, the path to do that in a way that like, Um, nurtured my more like psycho-spiritual understanding Mm -hmm. of the world which was kind of limited at the time or my vocabulary about it was pretty limited so I left architecture and ended up starting to sort of piece together this education for myself to understand how humans inhabit space and I really did that through, like, working a bunch of different types of jobs. Like, I pretty immediately started teaching yoga. Okay. um, Because I was, like, movement and space. That makes sense. Understanding Uh bodies. That makes sense. And then um, worked for an artist, like, making sculpture. And I was really interested in the art world of, like, why people buy art for their homes and what's that all about and and Mm. what kind of objects do people collect for their homes Hmm. And worked for an art gallery doing research for their pieces um, and, like, writing for them. Um, I'm blanking on my other random jobs that I did. Uh, Worked in real estate for a very brief stint. (laughs) Running around showing showing people apartments. (laughs) Which was really enlightening of how panicked people are when they move. (laughs) Oh my god. Well, it's so stressful. complete and utter terror.
2: Uh, Particularly, were you doing this in New York?
1: Yes. Oh my Uh, god. Yeah, it's the worst. It's terrifying. I mean, San
2: Francisco and then New York,
1: You have, like, two weeks to find some place. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's so stressful. Oh my god, I
2: can't believe we're doing that. Yeah.
1: But it was really interesting,
0: definitely. And so I started studying more and piecing together my little curriculum and it was like a very intuitive journey and all the while i had an acupuncturist that was one of my mentors that i had been seeing since i was like 19
2: i, I just pointed at Celine. my
0: face i opened my mouth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he does um acupuncture spiritual counseling like shamanism oh, and so one day after i felt like i had Sort of pulled some things together in my brain. I was like pretty proud of myself for accumulating my own like theories and understandings of space. And I like make an appointment with him and excitedly like burst through the door, like tell him all about like my new understandings of architecture and how it's a combination of like psychology and movement and people and space and um, objects and 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 he he listened really patiently mm-hmm. and <laughs> let me just ramble and ramble and ramble. And then just very calmly was like, yeah, that's already a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 5,000-year-old philosophy called feng shui. Go buy a book.
1: <laughs> and that's then, the best.
0: I was like, oh. Right, so I was very humbled by that. But it was amazing after I got over my initial ego, <laughs> ego-like tantrum, it was amazing because that opened the doors to people to have conversations with it, like about yeah. it.
2: Oh, wow, um, and, yeah. and
0: not even, there actually aren't that many people to have conversations
1: about it with. That's why what you're on you, the podcast with us. Wait, what do you mean co- people to have conversations about it with? About feng shui. Oh, to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And to like um, sort of bounce ideas off of oh. and like uh, these like theories that I had come up with. Okay. And so that opened the door for, I mean, I started buying and reading books like crazy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, like, I intuited this and this and this. I mean, it's just collective Mm -hmm. information that you're just, like, picking up out of the ether. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And then I found my first teacher here in New York, studied with him, worked for a little while, later on went and studied with someone in... London, he was from Hong Kong, and they taught me different, different, like, schools of feng shui. Like, he was much more classical feng shui, and then the guy in New York was
1: more Lin Yung BTB school, which is the Bagua. So that's, that's, the Bagua is, say that again? BTB school. Okay. And then the London guy is He what? did
0: more... Overall, they call it classical feng shui, Mm -hmm. so it was more like compass. School used the compass orientation to get more information about or to map out your home. Yeah, okay. Um, And the Bagua doesn't use the compass, which is great for New York because do you know how hard it is to use a compass in New York with all the metal (laughs) everywhere? It's nearly impossible. You have to do Google Earth. Oh To
1: get um, Or I think it's called Set Compass now And it used to be Google yeah. Earth or something Wow yeah. So you studied with the two of them And you worked on different projects with both of them Or you just kind of I shadowed I really did work
0: them? on projects with them I studied with them, got the information Then worked what? myself with okay. clients Yeah Hmm um, I'm kind of a loner in that way That like I really learned from working with clients Mm-hmm and, and sort of testing out and, and everything that I test out on people, like I had intuited and then my teachers had sort of backed me up with more information. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to like put this out into the world because it's been like confirmed on different levels mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I've
0: added to it. Um And then that's sort of like the third realm is the client is working with the clients like okay so does this work
2: right? right
0: like am i getting feedback is this working for people um yeah
2: hmm. i had a technical question but i do want to talk about how you work with clients but before that just in terms of the the compass style well i have two <gasps> questions
1: so <exciting>. sorry so <laughs> i
2: have two questions one um is 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 feng shui similar to because i didn't know this you know celine does chinese medicine and i didn't know you know in china just like everything uh in in a large you know area you know chinese medicine they just call it under like one umbrella but it's really like a regional kind of thing where there's like all sorts of
1: Right. Yeah.
2: Just, I don't know if it's the same with Feng really Shui. Real.
0: It's totally the same with okay. Feng Shui in that, like, it's very much passed down through oral tradition. Okay. Right. So, that was what was really interesting studying with the guy who I studied with in London. He had learned from, like, families. Whereas my teacher here had learned from a teacher who had learned from families. So, I kind of wanted to get a bit closer to the.
2: The, like, familiar.
0: Yeah, like, and all of those familial traditions are very different, which is I think what you were describing yeah. with acupuncture.
2: Got you. Mm-hmm. And then my other question was, um, in terms of the Bagua versus classical, uh, I think you had mentioned this when we when we first met. But the concept of like just kind of putting a like a grid on top of a space seems very like a very blunt tool versus like actually using a compass. To, like, dictate where the space oh, is. interesting. No, we
0: didn't talk about this. No?
2: Though. Oh, okay, well. I, I love was,
0: this. Where are you going with Oh, that? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I was asking you. It, it seems like using a compass would be more...
1: Like, so, like personal per, to the Personalized
2: space. and custom, but I, I don't know.
0: Mm. Well, it is, but when you use the compass, you're still... You use it to create another map to put over the space. Okay. So you're not, like, walking around with a compass.
2: Okay, so explain <laughs> that. So, like, let's say, let's say I'm I'm a, a client.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Could really be a client. I right know. Now.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just for everyone to to know, like, my space is going through a massive transition right now, where there are people who are in the other room are moving out. So it's it's very apropos that we yeah. have Kyle with us today. Um, no, uh, uh, let's say let's say. Every, do you have one, Celine?
1: No, I mean I know what you're trying to ask her.
2: <laughs> so you do it.
1: Yeah, you're trying to say, "Oh, I just dropped." I'm this. just curious like what the process is. Yeah, so like even if you have, you know, like the bagua like puts categories, right? And mm-hmm. and then you fit that into the space. How how do you use a compass? Like okay. what does that mean? Yeah, the
0: bagua you overlay this grid onto the space. The compass um it depends on which compass me- method you're using. Like, I use the Baza'i method a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's a similar pie like that you were talking about. Right. And you get the direction of the facing direction of the, the building or the um, the actual like un- apartment unit or house. Okay. And then you use that number to create this map. Okay. So that you know, when you overlay it on the floor plan you know which it's like looking at um google earth from
1: above yeah you know which direction you're looking at and then so if you are facing like north or if you're facing south like is there a certain template that that means or is that not following or am i asking something that's too complex that is more
0: complex
1: (gasps) look at me (laughs)
0: Okay. so impressive <laughs> Thank you. but what I would say is that the Basai method I love because the theory or the philosophy behind it is that 50% of the directional energy that's coming into your home is auspicious
1: what is, elaborate on that
0: what does that mean that well let me finish and then okay, maybe um, you might not have that question anymore okay. 50% mm-hmm, is inauspicious mm-hmm. and that's the case with everyone in the Bazi method. And the idea is that you want to work with your home to orient yourself to accept the auspicious and to transmute the inauspicious. So you transmute that by using, I mean, you can do it in many ways. It could be like how you orient your bed, but it could also be using the five element system. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that gets into more like esoteric language of how how you work with the constructive cycle and destructive cycle of the five element Mm -hmm, system mm -hmm. and each direction has a different element that's coordinated
1: with it Mm -hmm. so in Chinese medicine that translates as a circle and you have a generating cycle so each element generates its its other one so, like, in a progress. Oh, this is the five element system. Yeah. yeah. I was just describing mm-hmm. it for people listening. Yeah, to I don't know like, what the five so what element system is. Yeah. So it's just earth, water, um, fire.
0: Oh, my God. Wind?
1: Wood. No, wood. Thank you. Metal.
0: Metal, yeah. Uh,
2: I thought it was almost like Settlers of Catan for a second no.
0: there. No. Different than, like, Western astrology, which has four and... Air is one of them? I think.
1: Yeah, air. There's right. no air. Okay.
0: Yeah. No air, but I found metal is similar to air. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So metal is your lungs in Chinese medicine. Mm hmm.
2: Oh. Wow.
1: So then you have, and on my end, the elements relate to organs. So fire is heart, earth is your stomach and your spleen, metal is your lung and kidneys. And. Am I forgetting about or water. Oh.
0: Oh, water is your bladder...
1: No. Water oh, is...
0: Bladder kidneys, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bladder kidneys. I messed up one of them and I can't remember what I just said. That's okay. <laughs> well, the, the, <laughs> it's a really beautiful system. It's so simple.
0: It, and it mm. comes from... And I think there's this... I mean, it's the same Chinese philosophy in acupuncture, too. Like, it starts really with the trigrams. So it's bra- breaking up the universe into yin and yang. Mm-hmm. And then... It creates this language of yin and yang that you can describe the whole universe through yin and yang. It's like ones and zeros in computer binary binary language. Yeah, binary. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Isn't that the it's I Ching? really
0: geeky, yeah. The yes. I Ching. And then, from there, you can break it down into the five elements. And so everything is described in a phase of the five elements is yeah that, which is that what you yeah
1: say? we had this whole thing when i first started school is that they make you remember you learn you don't have to but you learn every category of element and everything has a corresponding season um a smell a color um what are other things a food a taste anything yeah and it's the same in in the five yeah in the five elements so it's,
2: everything in the world falls under these five categories mm-hmm. essentially and okay. then
1: like bodies too like you don't know, right. take it there so like people have certain constitutions or kind of any kind of illness or pattern can be also correlated to an organ and a season and an emotion you know um for example i had a client last week who was having a lot of upper respiratory stuff, like lung issues, a cough, and I asked them if anything was, like, going on, and they're like, actually, I'm going through a divorce, and my cat died. And your lungs relate to grief and emotion. Mm. So acupuncture, way of how, like, that whole kind of system fits into itself.
0: Ah. Which is lungs are metal element. Mm-hmm so then there's multiple different ways like if you sent your client to me yeah there's multiple different ways we would work with the metal element in their home or for example the gua the bagua is broken up into the nine squares each square is called a gua so the gua that's correlated with the metal element
1: Hmm. which ends up being correlated with lungs yeah so then like what does that typically look like for you or does it just depend like do you use a certain like like a a color or like a fabric or like does something correlate to that metal aspect or is it always just dependent
0: colors um colors yeah colors and textures and shapes correlate with uh, the elements so like metal is gray
1: and white and circular um So you would kind of, like, incorporate those physical elements and colors and shapes into that person's space?
0: Or maybe it could be possible that everything in her space is circular and she's just, like, drowning in grief. (laughs) Cool. Wow. You know, it's so... Right. I know it's hard to, like, describe. And it's also... And that's where you start to use your intuition because there's so many different techniques that I know that I could use. There's different maps. There's different systems that I could use. But generally when someone comes to me and i'm looking at their home and looking at their floor plan and they're telling me what's wrong with them i work like intuitively very visually so like stuff will start to come up and i'll just start to see Mm -hmm. okay we're gonna work with this we're gonna work with this and i start to correlate their issues with their home which is really tying them it's going back to what how we started the podcast it's tying them It's helping them create a more intimate relationship with their environment,
1: Hmm.
0: with their home, so that they start to... I mean, you can use it as a lens of self-inquiry so that you start to be more self-aware of your space and you can use it to start to understand, like, oh, what's going on in my life? Mm -hmm. Like, I think you had mentioned the the clutter, like if the clutter always shows up in one area... You can be like, huh, what's that about?
1: Yeah.
2: Huh. I love it.
1: Yeah. I'm always really cluttered in my room, in my bedroom. I hate putting my clothes away, like folding them. (laughs) 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 To be honest, like, and I like come into my room and I'm like, oh, God, Celine, like, just pick it up. And I'll just, like, make little piles. <laughs> and I know I'm doing it. And I'm like, you gotta get it together. And I'm like, maybe it's because I don't have enough stuff to, like, storage space. But oh, that's big. That's a basic organizing Maybe that's technique. what... It, but then I also, like, what's going on inside? Am I, like, very emotionally, like, you know, whatever's happening? But I do...
2: It could just be you need, like, another dresser. <laughs> You're, like, trying to think so deep, and it's just I like know. you don't have a place to put it.
1: Yeah,
0: sometimes but it is that surface, and then sometimes it's much it's deeper. More deeper. There's something else going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, It's so interesting, because we, we had a... I don't know if you listened to our Bodies episode, but we also talk about this, where it's like... Uh, You know, I like pulled my back at one point, Mm. and it was like, well, maybe I'm experiencing this and this this, or maybe I just didn't drink enough water. You know, like
1: yeah, it it really takes
2: someone from outside to like kind of diagnose it for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's why you need
2: to hire feng shui specialists, like Kyle.
0: Yeah, I always love playing with that idea too because isn't it hilarious? Like don't you laugh at yourself when you realize that you're just dehydrated <laughs> right and it's like oh shit i need to be a little lighter about all of this like i, I do feel like that's generally like <laughs> a message to like lighten up and i i actually if you really wanted to take a deep you could probably find a deeper reason why you were dehydrated but right you don't need to yeah right it's like don't, you don't overthink have to it. yeah you don't
1: you don't you you know well, I feel yeah. like that's kind of what happens to people maybe when you're a little bit more intuitive or into kind of like spiritual ideas, is that sometimes I think you tend to well, at least for me, like what I was saying about my room, perfect example, like just get more storage space. But I'm like, what does this mean? I'm so emotional, how's my heart chakra? You know, like Well I actually I think, think you know more, that's why
0: it's hard for you. I, I find that cleaning is really hard for people who Oh my god, thank you for saying this. <laughs> really hard for people who it's actually an emotional energetic process yeah because I like, you go yeah. so deep and it and you are so sensitive that as you're moving things through your house you're you're move you're shifting energy inside of you and so All i needed to hear
1: about why i'm kind of messy
0: sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it's not an excuse to stay messy <laughs> I know. but i would suggest setting a timer yeah for yourself and making it more a technical exercise instead of going you know drowning in it and this Mm -hmm. is like next level intuitive nuanced intuitive stuff it's like you you can't allow yourself to always
1: live in that space right it's just sometimes
0: yeah just sometimes or when it's necessary or
1: when like in my room maybe i'll just be in my room i would do that
0: (laughs) oh no i just think that there's time to do that there's times to do that just Mm. not every day like you need
1: a clean apartment so you don't no, I mean, to do my, it every I'm not. Not cool. my my apartment isn't like a squalored place, but yeah. I
2: do. <laughs> You've got kind of like piles apartment. of clothes. It's yeah. not. It's not like you walk in and you're like, "Where am I?" You know? Yeah. But like, yeah, there's
1: stuff.
0: There's
2: like stuff flying around a little. Bit. I it's, have stuff. it's not offensive or but
0: anything. The problem that I have with the decluttering, um, I would call it like a. um... Oh, I can't think of the word. OCD. Like epidemic? Epidemic, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. Yes, is that it tends to force us to be OCD, like that's now the right thing, is to have everything in its place all the time, and it's like, then you're just a rigid freak.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so right, yeah.
0: And the beauty actually lies in this space where... You can let things move into chaos, and then you can be like, okay, chaos, I'm going to put you back in your place. Mm. Like,
1: That's a really nice That's, that's how that's to really nice live thing. in your home. You're not living kind of just in your home. is blowing my mind. <laughs> I'm, like,
2: speechless. <laughs> Everything you've been saying is fucking amazing. It's awesome. You're not
0: living in your home if you're not no. letting it fly into chaos. Yeah. <laughs> my huh. mom would really be laughing at me right now if she was listening, and she might be listening to it, <laughs> because... I was such a messy kid. I loved oh, chaos. Fun. Loved. 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 Probably did not
2: get, like to clean Well, uh, I'm going to just be, uh pr- presume something here, but I almost feel like that's like a child, because you're intuitively like that with space, you're so in tune to space, I think it's almost like what a child does. It's like a reverence, you know? You're just like,
0: whee! Like, oh, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to fuck everything up! And
2: like, you enjoy that. There's like joy yeah, in that. I yeah, mean, I
0: i clean, but... Oh, yeah, I would just, like, pull everything out. It would be all over the place. And then I would, you know, put it back
1: up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe it's, like, it's an expression of you, like, being able to, like, control, you know? Or, like, maybe not control is the right word, but, like...
0: Work with the energy. Work with the energy. Yeah, playing with the energy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the cool thing is it's such a beautiful opportunity to, like, work with your energy. Like, even the basics of cleaning, and I'm not saying people shouldn't have people help them clean but like when you clean your own home you're really moving and manipulating your own energy
1: well and i feel like you feel so good after like for me if i like deep clean and clean the bathroom and like fold everything and do the whole nine yards like there's such like a open fresh sensation and like a grounding in my space because you've just internally moved that shit around too right yeah
0: Oh, can we, mm. this is a little too late to ask, but we can cut some of this podcast. Yeah, we can totally cut <laughs> stuff out. Yeah, if there's like something you want to cut, let me know. Word. No cuss.
1: Oh, oh yeah, we
2: can cuss. Sure. We can cuss.
1: Swear is that s- s- cuss cuss or works swear? swear Cuss is great. <laughs> cuss is so Where does <laughs> cute. Where did it come from? It's Alabama. Yeah, it's, it's an Alabama No, the
2: first episode, I think, pretty early on, I was like, we'll be we'll be swearing <laughs> on this podcast. Swearing. yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Swearing is a weird word. Also, to me, both sort of them are weird. weird. Anyways, um, yes, you're you're moving yeah. shit around internally yeah. as you move it externally, and I think that's why it's like a pretty emotional, laborious process for a lot of people. If um, I like, I have to approach cleaning in a more like with a different mindset. Like mm-hmm. I like turn on some nice music <laughs> mm-hmm. or a podcast. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to clean. And it's like, get it done. Yeah. And if I'm having a more, like, kind of in my emotions or uh, like a deeply intuitive space that day or sort of like under the weather in that sense, um, and I need my space to be more clean, like I set a timer and I'm like, okay, well, I can definitely do this for 10 minutes. And I don't think, like, I don't engage too much in it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what's
1: effective. your process of cleaning? I feel like you're very clean
2: um well, I live with Melissa. You've met Melissa mm-hmm. um, so we have a pretty happy like breakdown or like separation of tasks. Mm-hmm. uh That said, we would really like to hire someone to clean our space i mean <laughs> i i that's i want, I'm curious about that because I think you're right. there is something valuable about cleaning yourself like so for me um it's all about the dishes like if the dishes if the sink is full and it's been like over a day i like start to go crazy like i need yeah i just like need to clean it and as soon as i clean it i'm like happier and you know i'll throw music on sometimes just to like dance around while i'm cleaning you know yeah Um, because
0: that's the other thing if you're cleaning while you're while you're hating it while you're pissed off cleaning then you're kind of just like spreading that throughout your home. (sighs) Hmm. So if you really want to lighten the mood of your home, don't clean angry. Not that you can, just just, then that's what you're going to get, reflected back to you. Yeah. Right,
2: no, for sure. (laughs) Which
0: is sometimes important to see how angry you are.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I was curious about, like, could you give us a couple of um, stories from your practice of, like, Uh, you know, someone was going through something and what you did to address the situation um, and, like, the result of that? I'm just kind of curious.
0: Yeah, um, a real quick one that I recently had was... Someone was... I won't go into the details, but they were, like, working on different work projects that kept falling through, so it was, like, finances that kept falling through, and I look at their floor plan, and they had this couch, like... Right Two feet Like if you walk I don't know Two, three feet Into the front door You hit the couch It was like a very long couch So it was blocking All of the energy That was coming Into their home Cool Or it was blocking Everything that was Coming into their home So I was like Oh okay I mean it was super simple Just like move the couch over And open up that little Area So anything that's Coming into your home Can like collect In that area And then disperse Throughout the home Wow. Otherwise, you're kind of saying, like, no. Like, you're really putting a strong hand up if you have the back of your couch against your door, essentially. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Wow. That's crazy. I mean, simple, whatever, but effective, you know?
0: Yeah, it's really interesting how simple a lot of the solutions are. I mean, everybody wants it to be, like, more dramatic and a bigger change, but but a lot of times it's very simple like that. Um, I mean, one that I see all the time is... People that are having problems in their relationship and your bed, and this is a very, like, largely talked about in feng shui, um, your bed symbolizes your relationship. And if you're not in a relationship, like, it's... It symbolizes-
2: <laughs> you just saying that, like, blew my mind. I, I, I'm going to put this out there. Melissa and I, we have, like, a king, a California king-size bed. That's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs>
2: Which I think totally symbol, symbolizes our relationship because we give each other a lot of we space. We
0: give a lot of space. That's great, yeah. <laughs>
2: Courtesy of Dylan. Oh, that's
0: Because awesome. he used to
2: work at Casper, so we got oh, a that's discount. that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you want your bed... Well, there's a whole thing of how you want to orient your bed, but you want it to have like balance on either side of the bed. So you don't want your bed pushed up against a wall because mm-hmm. then it's like you and the wall.
1: Mm-hmm. Um you mean your head is pushed up against the wall? The side no, the of side your of body. The bed. Want, like one you do want side. the head of the bed pushed up yeah. against the wall. You just mean also. so there's yeah. space around push. both sides of the bed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times people are complaining about their like some issue in their relationship or maybe not like really wanting one but not having one and then you look and see that the bed is like pushed up against a wall and it's like oh but you're not really open to having like a balanced situation here wow Mm -hmm. and that's a really easy and common thing and it doesn't even have to be that was just one thing pushed up against the wall but it can also be like you have one end table with a lot of light on one
1: side of the bed Mm-hmm. balance what about if you put your bed and your head against a window meaning like the bed ba- like you're sleeping and the, your head is towards yeah, the window is I, that like letting that's too much my out
0: favorite position for the bed it kind of depends on the person like do they feel supported like the the headboard and like the energy that's coming in from the back of your head is a lot about supportive mm. supporting you um okay. so, so yeah if someone came to me and they were like oh i just feel i don't sleep well i feel so unsupported and they sort of talk about that in some way and then i look in their bed is by the window not by the window but like they don't have a headboard or or um yeah their head is up against the window and in the the bazi method if the direction of energy that's coming towards their head is an inauspicious um energy for them then i would shift that because you don't want
1: unsupportive energy coming from behind all oh God, i need to move my bed i need to fucking move my bed i have a whole episode <laughs> we talk about my room yeah and the in and the ugh. so mm. that's
0: called form feng shui
1: what, so, that I'm just talking about, yeah,
0: or what we're talking about right now. So, form feng shui is about, um, like the flow through your home and actually like the mm-hmm. orientation of your bed, your desk,
1: right, your couch, huh?
2: Wow. And if someone is, like, let's say someone is almost too grounded, like,
0: like and stick in the mud, yeah, and like they
2: need, <laughs> they need like that kind of wind energy I guess this is totally, I'm like presupposing this, but maybe like that putting their bed by the window could help because it would bring some movement or
1: The
0: first thing that would come to my mind is how much stuff do they have under their bed?
2: Under their bed? If we're
0: looking at the bed
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: huh. Um. No, I would probably look at other things for yeah, yeah. Um, probably like earth, earth energy like is their home like all um, earth element because gotcha. that can be like very like stick in the mud you're absorbing too much they're like slightly depressed energy
1: huh cool I effort. mean I'm all earth oh
2: yeah.
1: yeah like astrologically
2: but that's why I think we work because I'm all air
1: yeah and I'm like we have a structured <laughs> time That's a bring down. it down yeah <laughs> Huh. Uh, so I do want to
0: share one exercise that I really like because
2: You're perfect. <laughs> do you, so you know we do like a thing at the end or you,
1: oh wow. my god. you didn't know it. Oh my god. Okay, tell us what the Beautiful. exercise is. Yes. Okay.
0: So this is a great exercise because it doesn't require that you know like "quote unquote feng shui techniques. But it really helps you drop into your home so it's I have people like sit in their home and actually you don't have to be in your home it can be nice to be in your home but you don't have to be you can do it remotely sit in your home close your eyes and start at the front door well first ground like feel your butt on the chair and your feet on the floor feel your body like drop into your body start at the front door start to walk through your space so go through your entire home and notice where you really vividly like remember and can see all the details of the space and where you have kind of like a fuzzy memory and where you straight up like have a blind spot Hmm. so you move through your entire home and then when you, after you do that you can actually If you are at home it's great Because you just open your eyes immediately do it You can walk through your home and you can kind of see Like oh shit I totally forgot That this closet Was here <laughs> Or like <laughs> oh I didn't remember That like the bathroom is actually right Next to the bed Or whatever it is the details that you don't remember And there's probably Different gradients of remembrance Mm-hmm. But the, the true blind spots that you find, and you can even do as detailed as like, in your mind, open up all the cabinets. That's next level, hmm. depending on how much you are in touch with all the corners, nooks and crannies of your home. So where you have those true blind spots, you can either, or maybe both, like sit or move through them, maybe clean them, or sit and meditate in that space or and or like light a candle and set the intention I mean with all candle lighting you always need to set an intention I feel set an intention that like I want to illuminate this space like in my internal landscape so that I can really start to see like 360 so I can have my peripheral vision in and, and any blind spots and you know let the let the candle do its thing help illuminate and then kind of do it on a semi-regular basis but Hmm. the reason why i really love the exercise is because you could i guess the and then is that you could then work with the bagua and see what that correlates with what that blind spots correlates with or i mean there's many methods that you could work with to see but you really don't have to know any of that to illuminate that area. Yeah. So that area is always going to be a blind spot within your internal landscape. Right. Mm. Because your external mirrors your internal. Or right. As above, so below.
1: Mm. Holy shit.
2: Where can people yeah, find just you, Kyle? Ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, right here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have an Instagram? Yes,
0: I have an Instagram. The letter N kyle kyle mm-hmm. freeman f-r-e-e-m-a-n okay and then my website is natalie with an h
1: kyle freeman so n-a-t-h-a-l-i-e kyle Freeman.com. cool yeah well we'll put that on um we do instagram posts and so we'll oh. give all that info when that comes out yeah
2: and we'll add it to yeah. our podcast description show yes. description thing too
1: wow this was rad. So fun. This, yeah, was, so this was like the best. Thank yeah. you so much for coming You're and welcome. sharing. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. This is awesome. What a time.
2: And stay tuned for a new episode of As Woo, Woo As You Want. Yep. Don't forget to maybe like us.
1: Yes. Do all the things. A
2: favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> I realize you don't have a Facebook page, like, but yeah. um, follow us on Instagram. We want to keep the conversation going. So, like, you know, if you have questions about this conversation when the post comes out on Instagram, like, post it, um, and um, we'll see if Kyle will grace us with her presence. Um, yes. And thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye.